Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. And joining us, as always, is your co-host, Jim. I'm so sad. We'll never get another X-Wing game. <laughs> your Wait. co-host, Hunter. Yeah, I'm pretty sad, too. Uh-oh. And your co-host, Spaz. Gold 5 reporting in. Oh, <laughs> Uh, so Gold five Gomer, did you say Gomer Pyle reporting in? Because I thought that's what she said. <laughs> no, he said Colt forty five reporting. Oh, in. golly! Or what did he it's say? Like, well, surprise, surprise, surprise! Is that what? 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 I, I watch that show all the time as a kid, and I don't. I vaguely remember it. <laughs> no, but the Lando joke, man. It's like Colt forty five reporting in every time. <laughs> they just need to make a Lando movie starring um, Donald Glover. Uh, they as, did that. It was as, called Solo. Yeah, but yes. I want him. I want him to get his own movie. Is what I'm saying because he was the best thing about Solo. I wanted Solo to be entirely about Donald Glover's Donald Glover's uh, Lando because he was amazing. He was utterly amazing. <laughs> yeah, he did. He he does kind of need his own movie just he, to. He deserves just to like. Yeah, he because he could go like full shaft in his own movie. Oh my god! It's like. I want like to see who is the got... baddest mother in the galaxy? Yeah, I want to see how he won Cloud City. I want to. I want to see how he won Cloud City, for example. I want to see all that. You know, I don't. You know, Solo's fine, but I want Lando the movie. You know, yeah, that's what I really want. <laughs> before the dro- before the droid you'll, gets killed, because I love that droid. You'll get all the you'll get all the nerds out there being like, "Well, read the book. The book was better." Was there? Wait, <laughs> the book of what? What book? <laughs> There, there's, there's older books out there. They're, they're all, they're all legends now. Yeah, I, I, I read a bunch of them, but I don't remember a Lando one. I do remember the Han, the young Han Solo adventures or whatever the hell those were. I remember those. Um, it's actually two Han Solo trilogies back then. Oh, yeah, there I were two of Star's them? End. Yeah. I, I, I only read one of. Them. I think I read one of them. I don't remember the other one. Anyway, folks, uh, we are talking about Star Wars this week, specifically Star Wars Squadrons. The uh, the surprise. I, I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty surprised by the whole "Hey, we're making a fi- Starfighter game" thing because it's been a while. Like, yeah, my reaction was more like, "It's about effing time, EA." Yeah, yeah, but this like, literally, what I think everybody's been like, "Hey, remember Rogue Squadron? Remember <laughs> Tie Fighter? Yeah, I remember." Because what yeah. was the when was the last one? Was it Jedi Starfighter in like two thousand three, or was there anything after that? Those I, don't count. Why not? They should oh, count, dude. If you could shoot lightning in this game, that's that's the sequel that. I want. Is the sequel to Jedi Starfighter? Where's my Jedi Starfighter two? It it uh, was suitably absurd. I'll, I'll give it that. <laughs> it was wonderfully absurd. Um, when did those GameCube uh, games come out? I think that was before the. Was that the last one? I can't remember. Yeah, that probably was like Rogue Squadron three. Yeah, probably that, that might have been the last one. So it's yeah. been almost which, two which decades. Which were great, except for the like run around on the ground. Yeah, ever, I think fun. I, I don't care what side of the aisle on politically you are. I think any side can agree that those are the worst parts of that game. Um, That's right, Braben. <laughs> don't need to walk around. Stay oh, in the God. spaceship. Yeah, I know, but we're gonna get Looking our legs and. Hopefully it'll be good. Um, but yeah, we, our space legs that do nothing but space leg. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be able to land on more planets and actually use our space legs. But anyway, yeah. Can last I get week, tactical folks, flip-flops and, and uh, star citizen? <laughs> last week, folks. <laughs> procedural ones. Um, no Procedural less. flip-flops. Uh, that's my new band name, procedural flip-flops. Um Last week, folks, we were surprised by the announcement of Star Wars Squadrons, which, if you're listening to this podcast and somehow unaware, (laughs) is going to be a Starfighter-focused Star Wars game coming out in October. You can already pre-order it, uh, at least on PC, on on Steam, and the Epic Games You can pre-order it. You can pre-order it basically on, like, everywhere. It's going to be on every platform. Everything. Do we know if there's yeah. cross-play? Like, if you buy it on Epic, can you play yes. it with people on Steam? Do we know that? It's completely cross-play is what they Okay, said. I was is not... I could not find that anywhere. Um, did they say there's going to be a Switch port? No. Because <laughs> that's... So, so, here's, so, here's the deal. So, like, 
if you play so the 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 PlayStation and the X or excuse me the PlayStation and the PC get one other bonus feature which is that you can play the game completely in VR. So mm. they're building complete 100% VR support for these games right. as well. Right. Yeah. Those which games. was pretty rocking actually in PSVR but for one mission. Right? In oh, Battlefront 2 cuz they Battlefront yeah, they put yeah. that prologue mission in. Yeah. Right. And then everybody that played that was like, "Oh my god, give me a whole game of this." And well, well and that's they, basically what's happening. And now they're doing yeah. it. So here's what we know so far, my friends. Um, it's going to have a single-player campaign. Apparently, from what I saw, the campaign starts right after the Death Star 1 blows up Alderaan, but mostly takes place between after Return of the Jedi. And, and so between... So, the to, f- to clarify that. Yeah. To clarify that, that's, that's part of the, um, the character creator profile. So oh. the very first mission takes place at the beginning of like that. Oh. But everything else, everything else, th- th- and that's where you make your rebel character and your imperial character, yeah. and then from there, then from yeah. there it goes to uh, post Death Star Two explosion, and it's going to be between that and uh, the Battle of Jakku, which the Battle of Jakku takes place approximately a year after um, Return of the Jedi. I've never heard yeah, of Yeah, so it'll be Jakku. I'm yeah, sorry. But it's a fairly limited time frame. Yeah. Well, it's like okay, so Ray was on Jakku, right? And right. and that star destroyer oh. that she was exploring at the beginning of the movie, that's cuz all those ships that's, like the the remnant, the remnant of the Imperial fl- yeah, yeah, the remnant of the Imperial fleet got destroyed up in space above that planet. Um wow. but what's so, interesting so Technically, the Battle of Jakku is the final battle in which the Empire finally um, was supposedly de- uh, defeated. They signed like an armistice or something like that, and so. But was it was it the Empire fighting the Empire as well, or you know, was it like a civil war between that, Empire that, factions, or was that, it just... that that's legend stuff? Yeah, they didn't thought... do any of that, and yeah, okay, unfortunately, 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 but yeah. So anyway, that's kind of the time period from where the story is. I mean, it is a year of time, but I mean, that a year of time in a war scenario, there's tons of skirmishes, tons of story that can be told, um, in there, and you do play as both both sides so you get to see perspectives from both sides of that conflict so that'll be interesting yeah and honestly in battlefront 2 the part of battlefront 2 that i liked was the space battle stuff and from what i see of this it's kind of like it they're they're keeping the looks of that but the uh the actual control and flight things and the cockpit systems and and all the things from the classic x-wing tie fighter games is how it's going to be largely. Yeah, so there so the the developer is not Dice on this one. It's a different it's a different studio. Um right, I forget yeah. the name of it off the top of my head. And and some of them apparently did work on Battlefront yes. 2, but apparently the lead right. guy is a big fan of the original X-Wing series, which um is very gives gives me a lot of hope. Perfect. Yeah, we should have got Westman on here to discuss this. We'll, let's get him when the <laughs> game comes out, and we'll be like, Dave, what's your review? So that's uh, that's an interesting take. Uh, so so they finally did they did a trailer, which was like, oh, this is cool looking. But everybody, of course, was like, great, a trailer that that doesn't tell us much other than this game's coming. What what about gameplay? And, and they showed um, us the gameplay trailer. Thankfully, which they showed us the gameplay trailer, which was cool, but still like, hey, I'm, I'm I need a little more because that there there was so much scripted in that gameplay. Oh my god! That that I was I was still a little like confused as to what it was I was actually seeing. I know, and then they and, took out um, the targeting reticle for the for the in cockpit stuff, which just kind of like, why why would you do that? Why? Actually, yeah. Why would you do actually, that? Actually, it is there. They had it turned off for the trailer. Yeah, thing. no, I know. I'm saying it's it there. Why they turn it off for the video? It's it's like part of the whole iconography of of the Star Wars fighter combat. Why would you 
remove it. It doesn't really, I don't know. It just bugged me. (laughs) They probably did it just to make it more cinematic. I guess. Probably. All right, but what, that would be my guess, just because of the 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 blending of elements where you're seeing some footage mixed in with the gameplay footage. Yeah. And they want to make it look as smooth as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm still a little concerned because it's like it does look pretty. And look, EA and your studios and all your guys, you guys you guys design beautiful games. Gorgeous. They they really Gorgeous. are. Yeah, but I, I still I still get a little cautious because I, I really need to see the the meat and potatoes of what's really going on here. Um, the the game is completely in first person, which I applaud because it keeps I gotta say it keeps yeah. the game completely balanced. I got I gotta right? say that's an excellent decision. It's like so many space games give you first and third person. I like never use third person. Unless I'm forced to like say with rebel galaxy outlaw, there was the third person. I never used it ever. I am almost always first person unless, unless it's freelancer or something where it's like, that's the view, you know? So yeah, to be, to be fair, I did use third person in all of the times I have gone through rebel galaxy Outlaw's story, but I also needed the extra reaction time. I needed the extra reaction time in order to, to compensate. On the other hand, if there's a game where you only have the option of first person like this, where I understand entirely why they're doing it that way for for VR, for a game that's going to be made for VR. A third person view is not going to make sense. No. So, yeah. yeah. So speaking of Rebel Galaxy. Yeah. What the odds that they're going to borrow that uh, that chase autopilot on the trigger that would be an excellent idea be an excellent idea yeah it would yeah it would be interesting but i don't know i don't know if that would make it like too gamey for the star wars diehard fan base i mean maybe if you weird about it well they said that you can remap everything um they said that and so I'm thinking that might be an option for those who want it on like the gamepad, but maybe like if you're using yeah. a full hottest, which apparently the game does support, they've said multiple times it will support a full hottest. Um, maybe you don't my use that. With, my yeah. thing with rebel galaxy though, is like, I can play it with a keyboard and mouse. It's all right. I do really well with a gamepad, and I use those assists a lot because I have tried to fly it with a hottest and Oh no, it's, it's not as way good. too fast. Yeah, it's, it was just, designed for gamepad. Yeah, so yeah, and it was designed yeah. with that assist in mind because if you try to manually shoot and and fight the dog fights, good luck because that game yeah. is is way fast for right. you know. That, so with the X Wing stuff, it was kind of slow back in the day. So it's, I'm hoping it's they like keep it that way cool for that. Yeah, I'm because they'll need to if they're going to support both a gamepad and a hottest. They'll need to keep it manageable. Like yeah, yeah what's going to be interesting? Yeah, good. What's going to be interesting though is sensitivity of controls because with right. the gamepad you have like hypersensitive little tiny nub of a stick, and in you know try try playing classic Tie Fighter or Free Space with a gamepad and get I have. It's not so. great. <laughs> it's not great. This is this is where I start getting into um, concerns about the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So. The, the first-person stuff, fantastic. The fact that it's going to have VR support, again, even more fantastic. The the HODOS support, fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. You'll be able to play with a controller, sure, because consoles don't typically have HODOS support. So is your concern <laughs> right? how to balance all that, like, controller players versus hottest players, that sort of thing? Is that what you're... I'm, I'm, my concern is partially that, but it's, it's more rooted into the fact that there's also going to be these abilities where... They, they talked about how you'll have this, like, you know, you can uh, have an ability that you'll essentially be able to do, like, the, the Viper pilot kind of flip on a dime scenario where yeah. you'll be able to, like, as you're flying, turn the around and shoot thing. behind you. Yeah, yeah which they did so, show in the trailer, by the way. Right, they, they show that in the close. trailer, but how does that work, though, when you're talking about... Um, when you're talking about managing balancing of, like, engines, weapons, energy, like... How how does that work when you're balancing all of that? 
Well, I think you, know you blow your boost meter. Like you could use the boost meter for afterburners, or if you build the boost meter up, you can probably do other tricks with it. You know, do you want to side slip? Do you want to do? A yeah, it's a little. It's a know? little weird. Like they didn't. They're not fully clear on it. Apparently, if you put all power to engines, it 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 gives you like it, it gives you a boost charge that you can use eventually, and we're not really clear if that works in drift. For example, or if it gives you like, it apparently does give you some kind of afterburner thing, apparently, um, but we don't know much more than that right now. Um, and well, a lot of it seemed like they, and he even said in the article that they were inspired a lot by the by the tabletop miniatures game, yeah. where there are pilots that get skills that can do things, and there are maneuvers in there that anybody can do. You know, like side slip and doing Emmelman's, doing you know, like a J turn, whatever. Um, so that stuff exists in there, and it, and it's kind of like, okay, yeah, they went with that. That's cool, because otherwise, like the old school X wing Tie Fighter stuff, um, those missions got kind of puzzly, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of hope that this is more skill, less memorization, because oh, that medical forget mission. <laughs> if I can remind you of that. Oh, come on. You know, you remember on the 1998 um, Windows 98 versions, they specifically put that on the advertisement as making that mission easier. Like that was a specific selling point is, hey, we've made this mission easier. Yeah. Where I sit, I sit back with my cane and I'm like, you damn kids. I beat that (laughs) mission on hard on the original floppies. You don't know how good you've got it. It's like I beat I beat the I beat the Tie Fighter minefield clearing mission on my first try, children. <laughs> yeah, and for those who are unfamiliar, you better recognize so you, got, you got you have proton torpedoes, and you have to fire proton torpedoes into empty space where you know that the ship is going to be, and then turn around and go the other direction and deal with the other ships that are coming and let those hopefully accurate proton torpedoes that you just winged into empty space actually take out that ship when it shows up. If you don't do that, you're SOL. So it took a lot of learning. Yeah. But, um, so with the single player, we don't know much. Um, apparently Hera Syndulla and possibly wedge Antilles are going to be in there somewhere. I mean, that would make sense, right? To have wedge in there at the very least. Yeah, they they talked about how you're going to run into some uh, familiar characters along the way. Hera makes sense also. Hera Hera makes a lot of sense because of her role in in the overall arching of, like, the Rebellion. Yeah. Um, You know, we find out a lot about that through Rebels. We know that she was heavily involved even after, like, the final days of the Empire. So... You know, and she was yeah. a really good pilot, so it only makes sense that she's there. Yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. and for those that handful of fans out there that are like, can I play as Ahsoka? No, I guarantee she wasn't you really can. a pilot though. She she that's yeah, not really uh, her. St- I know, I know, but was, it's the vocal minority. It's the Masoka contingent. I, I just we'll, want an Ahsoka, Ahsoka game. We'll I want an Ahsoka game. That's really all I want is a Ahsoka game. Give me what, everything what about that's really all I want. What about if if you could shoot water at people and they could call the game Super Ahsoka? Uh, oh my god, Super Ahsoka. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh get out of uh, here, Jim. Get out of here. Of a, uh hey system in shock. Yeah, there was a flash of someone who looked a lot like Wedge in the trailer. They they haven't confirmed that it is Wedge, but dang yeah, if it didn't dang, Dang, if it didn't look a lot like him. <laughs> there's also there's also a flash. There's also a flash of Wedge in episode nine. He was in there all of like five seconds congratulating Lando. He's like, yeah, good to see you, Lando. Yeah, yes, that was what? it. He was, he, was, he was in there. He yeah. was in there for all of like three seconds. No. Like saying hey to Lando. Well, hey, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. That's absolutely oh, true. Oh, my God. We haven't seen it yet. We 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 just oh. I don't know. Well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't it, care. D- no, d- I don't care about spoiling <laughs> spoiling that movie. I don't. I usually care very much about spoilers, but that pa- pa- Palpatine's behind it all. Palpatine's behind it all. <laughs> yeah, isn't it a clone or something? Isn't well, that, it, that's isn't... the that's the that's the running joke. Is like Palpatine's behind everything. Oh really? <laughs> Just watch it with a refrax. You'll 
have I don't a fun wanna. time. I got. I, I'd rather spend my two hours doing something else. <laughs> it's not even the money; it's the time. I just don't want to spend the time. That's fair. You do. You <laughs> do have fair. a time crunch with everything else going on. Yeah, That's and I, I, I just, and if, if the wife really wanted to watch it, then we probably would have. But she's even less interested in watching it than I am after. <laughs> After the last Jedi, so it's like okay, I guess we're not watching this now. <laughs> yeah, if you thought if you thought if you thought Last Jedi was what this is, this is more what. Oh, not God. not necessarily in a bad way. It's just like uh, you're just like what? <laughs> Who? Uh, oh when? <laughs> so 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 it's great. I think it's great. The game is going to have single player. I think that's wonderful. Very happy about and, that. Very happy. And I and I I think it's a good I think it's a good thing too because they they made mention that it's to help you get into the multiplayer. So you know you play the single player campaign to learn how to play, which I think is great because it's so right. few single yeah. player game. It, it it you know it's 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 like the the single player game is the tutorial, and I I kind of dig that. I kind of dig. The concept of, of that, and I don't think they're gonna jip on us either. Like, I don't think it's just gonna be like a, a half-assed single player. The uh, the cool thing that I like about it, though, is um, people were getting all antsy about the the notion of it potentially being like it's it's just gonna be a dogfighting game, five v five. That's it, and then you're you know nothing else. But they've got the they've got the um um the fleet battle stuff which i am super excited about yeah i want to learn more about that so folks apparently right now they're going to be two um yeah we don't know system and shock has a good question what's going to keep the single player alive interesting point uh we'll get to that in a minute mission generator don't know mods don't know the thing about multiplayer is you can play it entirely with the ai so you don't well, have to play it with other the, people the so the fleet battles, yes. I don't know if the five v five you can play with AI, but the fleet no, battles it, you can. I have a I have an image of a tweet somewhere where oh, they okay. actually they confirmed that you can play all the multiplayer stuff with AI. Oh, that's oh, great. okay. Then fantastic. That's news yeah, to me. Last great. I last I heard, it was just the fleet battle stuff. So that's that's good. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's that's a positive thing because if you don't have that many people to join with you, yeah, and you a, just want to do a you know a short session with just just you to get some practice, you're not going to get screwed over because someone has oh, a lot more skill than you wait, do. My you bad. Know, it's it, it's specific. I apologize. Wait a second. It's it specifically mentions the AI in the multi stage objective based battle mode. So which is the it, fleet battles? Right, so that's it a fleet battle. Right, I'm saying it. This thing I found does not say anything about the dogfight mode. So, sorry, I which, misspoke. Which is fine. Which is fine, honestly, because if you're if 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 you, in my in my opinion, the dogfight mode would get kind of if if you're into that kind of thing, it would get kind of boring pretty fast if it's just like, you know, just dogfighting battles over and over I, and over I don't again. Know. I, 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 some sometimes I play Unreal Tournament just with bots, you know in matches just because I don't want to play with actual people. So I could see it working. I would hope that if the fleet battles mode has AI, they would have that option for dogfighting as well, but they don't say that specifically here. So that's why we don't, I'm sorry about that. So that's why we don't know. But the fleet, the fleet battle things is nice because it's a, it's objective based, which is something that I absolutely love. Yeah. So I'm much much more keen on that, especially since it's going to be co-op with uh, four other people against another team. Uh, so or it's for it's 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 you and four other people against the, against AI, the AI, which is cool. So yeah, because, which is also great. At that point, it becomes PVE, and you know we love our comp stomps around here, right? We love, yeah. right, we, we we love, love that around here. Yes, yeah, so man. that's that's I the just, most exciting thing. I just hope that the missions are are varied and involved, and and it's not because like in uh, X Wing Alliance, you could go in and hit like the generate a mission thing. But it was like, oh, defend a space station, attack a star destroyer, yeah, or a straight up dogfight thing or whatever. You know, it was like, uh, okay. But I do hope that the missions for for like co op stuff is actually like old school campaign missions. You know, like scan that cargo, disable that ship. You know, some some 
complicated things and, and a story that actually plays out in the missions other not just the generic like random mission generator low effort thing i i would have just from what i've seen so far it seems like it would be that you know first you have to uh take out a bunch of fighters around the, the capital ship you're t- trying to attack or you take out their frigates their, that, that are supporting yeah. them and then, and then, oh, well, for and then it moves mode, to the next yeah. Well, yeah, yeah for that mode yeah yeah, yeah. so did yeah, you guys it's like, a, play, it's like a it's like a tug of war did you ever play battlefield uh, bad company 2 yes or i think they had no. it in battlefield 3 they they called it okay they called it rush mode right yeah so there was like the there was the normal mode where it was just like run the enemy team out of tickets, you know, kill them, hold, hold the flags, whatever. Well, rush mode was different because there was a, there was a specific objective and the defenders had to keep you from doing the objective. You had to do the objective. And then if you accomplish the objective, the spawn would actually move to the center of the map and then the next objective, right? So they could push you backwards though. It you know so they would move the spawn back to the original spot if they started beating you. So it was very much the exact same sort of tug of war, of like the attackers have to get to the far side of the map by pushing it, their way over there. This is this is slightly different in in that the rush mode stuff was a pure attack defense scenario, as where in this new in this in the one that they're talking about here, it's you both have a fleet. And you're both defending and attacking at the same time. So, like, yeah. you could go and destroy a couple of their frigates, and then you might get all like you get you might get like a fleet wipe, and then they come and destroy one of your frigates, and so now you're down a frigate. But then they have to go and defend their, you know, their capital ship. So there's there's a there's a back and forth like in the actual map, which I actually really like. Yeah. So uh, interesting too. What one thing that they could do with this and. God, if it has mod support, oh sweet Jesus! But imagine this—that'd be nice. If if they took Dota or League of Legends type play, right, where each player has their base, and then there's towers along the way, which would be the ships or whatever the the other objectives are, right? And then you actually have to—you know—it could spawn like AI fighters and stuff into the mix, but they're not other players, right? Um, but they could basically make a MOBA out of it in space if they wanted. Please had, not as had, the main mode, but as a side thing, that would be... Because, dude, that's your competitive X-Wing eSport right there. Yeah, I had a I had an inkling of a feeling they were going to do some kind of like Overwatch MOBA-y thing with this based on the fact that it is 5v5. And they're starting out with a base amount of ships right which makes sense right you start with you start with a base amount of ships that are you know um four different ship types on each uh, four different ship types four for each side right and then from there i feel like they would slowly um introduce new quote-unquote heroes yeah and uh you know they could be in the form of other ships like you know the b-wing for example or oh God, right, please uh, please, you know, an, please an assault an assault assault gunboats and yes. stuff like that. well they yes, well please. they said in the in the article you know because they asked like well you know the dlc thing like what's coming and the developers were like we're, we're gonna do the non-traditional traditional thing where we're gonna sell you a game for 40 bucks it is the whole game and we're not even thinking about DLC great. or microtransactions or any of that crap. This is just like boom, there it is, the game. And, and then and maybe like, they'll do and then maybe they'll do like the classics where it's an expansion. You get a new fighter and a bunch of new single yeah, player content. Yeah, and or, I would or, totally or you buy an that. expansion later on where it's not DLC, it's you know Yeah. It's you're buying a, a pack of say a new campaign. Yeah, exactly. And then that's where the new exactly. ships come in, and then exactly. you can throw all that in. Yeah. And if I could suggest to them, like I and everybody, everybody else would pay twenty bucks for a mission editor and the ability to then like swap missions around with people. So here's, I, a, here's we a would good pay point. this. Sorry. We don't want good. it for free. You know, it's like just just make it, please. We'll give you money. So change tack a little bit. There's a good question from uh, 
Ken Knubel, Knubal in in the Twitch chat. Uh, how are they making the tie competitive to go head on head with the next wing? They really weren't clear on that. I uh, mean, that's they, they they released what they did was they released a balance sheet, and there there's a balance sheet that shows like here's the different stats of the different types of ships to kind of make it mm. even. Oh, they did okay. show that there are some ships that have certain advantage, even in the same class. So, like, some ships have advantages over others in different uh, categories. So, the... Okay, I didn't see that. The, the, yeah, the, let me see if I can't dig it up. But the, the support ship, I think I think Denacity in our uh, Discord server posted it a couple days ago. But yeah, basically, But basically, because um, he's, been, he's been super excited about this, too. Basically, what it is is like there are a few ships. Um, I guess, I guess he saw. I guess he was noting that the best ship in the game for like all around stats, I think, was the support craft for the Imperial sign. But I, I could be mistaken by that. There's there's definitely one ship that has like the best all around stats. The Tide but, Reaper, apparently. Which yeah. Right. <laughs> So the, the the Tie Reaper is a design that was designed for Rogue One, along with the um, U Wing. Well, along with the U Wing, but there was another Tie Fighter that was very oh. similar in, in in its design, called the um, uh, the the oh God. It, it wasn't the Reaper. It was like a. I don't even think it was like a space fighter. I feel like it was like an atmosphere only like TIE fighter that they designed. Um, yeah, it looked very much like that, but it had like it, was, uh, it almost had wings instead of solar yeah, it panel. Was, it, was, it was very it was very similar. It was very similar in design to the Reaper, but it wasn't the Reaper. <laughs> um, OK, so if you go if you go here, I'm going to drop a link in the chat here, guys. If you if you look at this, um, I'm going to drop it right here. That link there. It was the SKX one um, experimental yeah. air superiority. Um, these these will give you a little bit more uh, insight into the ships, their stats. Um, there's even, I, th- I believe, yeah, that ship right there, Jim. Thank you. Yeah, it's the um, SKX one. I'm trying to find where all of this information is. It, it's all out there. It's just crazy, like how they're dispersing it. It's not. It doesn't feel like it's all in one location. Um, but anyway, they they do they do put a balance in there, and so so there's four ship types, but there's five people. So you could have like, oh, here it is. I found it. I found the exact image right here. I'm gonna copy this and put it into the chat here, guys. Um, so that link right there. And uh, I don't know, Brian, if you want to, I don't know if you feel like putting that on stream or not, but um, this is interesting. This is very interesting, this image right here, because it shows um, side-by-side stats. So, like, the uh, the red stats are the Imperial, the yellow stats are the, um, the uh, Rebellion. Um so if you look at like the TIE fighter versus the X-Wing, the TIE fighter has more firepower and more speed, but less toughness, for example. Um, you know, the, um, the advanced fighters like the A-Wing and the TIE Interceptor, they show that, again, the TIE Interceptor has more uh, firepower and speed, but less toughness. Um, but it's in the it's the U wing that kind of uh, steals the day, where the U wing has better firepower, speed, and toughness over the Reaper. So um, then they also show the bombers, which I find kind of funny. So they're doing some interesting things with the bombers, right? So you you'll be able to customize your ships, and one of the things you'll be able to do with the customizing of your ships with the Tie bomber is you can you can install a um, continuous like giant laser beam that comes out of it instead of it being like a bomber, which I found kind of interesting. Yeah. I've, I, I put up a picture of the components here on the stream since we're talking about it and there's all kinds of things like auto aim cannon, guided quad cannon, uh, mimic beam, 
uh, nimble deflector, ion jet engine, overloaded shield. There's all kinds of like targeting beacons, <laughs> ion bomb. There's all kinds of stuff here, like seeker mines. Um, there's all kinds of stuff here that you can apparently tweak out with your ship to uh, make it more unique, I guess, which is kind of interesting. And it's kind of funny that one of the pre-order bonus things uh, is like, you know, paint jobs for your I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm keen on paint jobs. The, 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 you know what? The paint jobs really don't bother me. I think what's really fascinating and what the, I think everybody's praising them for, again, like Jim said, this breaking from tradition to go back to tradition where everything in the game will be unlockable just by playing through the game. You know, Which it's, is really it's, great. As you continue to play, you continue to unlock and upgrade things. And I, I just, I love that because what it, it really it really gives people the the chance the the chance to actually play these things and like try and progress something you know in an age where you can just buy a dlc pack that'll give you everything and i'm again ea is notorious for this because back in the battlefield 3 days and battlefield 4 days you could just unlock all of the upgrades by you know handing ea a little bit of that side money and it kind of it kind of took away for people like you know it's like you know you're supposed to be able to like play the tank long enough and you can upgrade the tank or you could just pay EA five bucks and it gives you all the tank upgrades and unlocks. I wonder how it's much people like, are gonna bitch that they have to play the game now. I don't know. <laughs> it'll be, like, be interesting to it'll see. Be like, God damn, it takes twenty hours to unlock the A. Well, you remember when the new Battlefront two was was being mentioned oh, oh, yeah. people were saying how much time they would have to spend to grind yeah yeah well it was, so, those, it was uh, that that was the their big debacle and i think that's why they're doing things the way that they're doing it with this because battlefront 2 did not go over well and yeah. even today even today it's just i i'm i'm sorry i i've i've got a i've got a rip on that for just a second because the thing about battlefront 2 that just irks me to no end is the gosh darn card system like that that card system where you get all of these card unlocks that you you know you 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 grind to get them and you can you know build them and customize them it just it doesn't it, it it's it's just dumb like i don't yeah but but those starfighter powers right like oh i want to put the big dragon ball beam laser on my on my uh tie bomber it's like well yeah okay is that like a card because <laughs> kind of is because 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 no the the components is different to me customizing your ship with different component unlocks you have to balance it out there's going to be a balancing system to like your configuration okay so but I remember kinda, when you went i kind of i kind of i kind of find it uh similar to like how you can customize a fitting on like maybe like an eve ship for example yeah I've as long as it's that. not an overpowered unbalancing ass thing because remember like battlefield 3 and you and you're a new player, and you go in, and there's people that have ex, they have like automatic shotguns with explosive shells and night vision, and you don't. That's kind of discouraging. So well, I mean, that's how it is with Battlefront too. You go in as a new player, and you end up getting yeah, that's, that's right. utterly that's, destroyed by people who have a hundred plus levels than you. Right, and that's and because that's the thing they've been that, playing since the beginning. And that's the thing that I hate about the card system because that's a direct contributor is the card system in Battlefront Two, and the and the OG Battlefronts. Yep, yep. Pick a trooper class. Your buddy picks a trooper class on the other side. You're one to one. Like that's well, that mostly. All, well, mostly. Mostly. Yeah, because there was there were upgrades depending on how uh, you had to earn them. You absolutely had to earn them. Like you get uh, multiple kills with rockets or multiple vehicle kills with rockets, and then you can unlock the better version of the rocket. Right. But you still would have to earn that within the game in order to. Right. Well, that's, that's within, that's within the, that's within the game mode itself. And that's why I always appreciate that because it, it always felt like, you know, it wasn't just something that someone started out with, like, here you go. Um, as where in this, I feel like the customization of the ships is all going to be about, and that's the whole point, right? It's the squadron thing, right? Like you're playing as a team with other people like, all right, what mission are we taking? 
all right, maybe I should fit my TIE fighter like this, or maybe I need to fit my A-wing like this to to better do this. Well, is anybody else going to take an A-wing? Because, uh, you know, we really need two A-wings on this one. All right, you switch from an X-wing to an A-wing and then put this, this, and this on it. You know, it's just like there's there's that whole balancing system that I kind of yeah. like. You know, that's you where know, um, the, the the cards feel so different. If, if I'm more, in, it, it, sorry, if I may interject for a second, going back to an earlier point, I just found an interview on GameSpot where they talk about the TIE fighter thing. Just to go back to this for a second. Um, basically, the guy says um, the TIE fighter doesn't have shields, which you don't have shields is the downside, right? But that also means you don't have to manage shields. It's one less thing to manage, so there's a headspace required for that. The counterbalance of what you're losing is what you're gaining in focus. Uh-huh. Well, that and you have some armor that an X-Wing would rely on shields for and yeah. stuff. I think it would I think it would be interesting if those big ass solar panels on the sides are much more durable than the main part of the ship. So if you don't give them a head-on or a tail-on shot, then they're hitting your solar panels and doing a lot less damage. Stuff like that. That would be kind of interesting to me. That would be cool. Um, I'm sorry. You know, make make something out of that. But but it, because at that point it would, you know, yeah. Well, well, know. he's 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 got a point though, because even even in XVT and X Wing Alliance in these games where you were like managing your stuff, you definitely gained a lot more speed when you didn't have to manage shields. Well, like, if you have the same amount of energy that an X Wing does, but you don't have shields eating it up, then you can go faster and shoot more because you don't have to burn it up on the shields. But right. it's also TIE Fighter is kind of like Team Get Good, too, because <laughs> you you can't definitely sit still, you know, and, and just soak damage either. You have you have got to be a maneuvering pilot. The, the goal is don't get hit. So but it, but it's it, the Empire's tactics, though, were always like overwhelming force. It's like, oh, I see you have five X-Wings. We're going to send 50 TIE Fighters. Right. So right. deal with that. <laughs> yeah, they, they only sent 30 fighters against the original Death Star. It right. was a group of 30 fighters to right. take it out. And how many hundreds did they have on the Death Star? Right. How does that work in 5v5? Yeah. I mean, shouldn't well, it be 5v10? Just give them more, more respawns. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, that, that's going to be interesting because I'm, I'm still kind of curious how they're going to utilize yeah. these support ships. Well, so if, they, if the, they put warp on a tie, or if they put hyperspace on a tie fighter, I'm out. Because wait, well, the well, problem is that problem is is they already did that in the last era. I know the, that's the last movie. That's, that's the joke. Ah, the, it wasn't so. It wasn't supposed to be. I I'm still I'm still kind of tossed about that. Well, it's like, it's sort of canon, but not all tie fighter. The mass produced ones didn't. Correct. But so but the, but. Remember that uh, that transport <laughs> ship that was in Rebels that carried like Tie Fighters under its belly, and it would just it would warp in and just drop Tie Fighters. But you didn't need a whole damn Star Destroyer for that. Uh, it was yeah, just a yeah, Star yeah, Destroyer yeah. transport. It, it was, was a bus for Tie Fighter. Yeah, the, it, was like, yeah. it was like a ship transport thing. Um, the I think the Rebels actually stole one of those at one point. But the 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 support ship. So hold on, going going back to the hyperspace thing, I do want to talk about this because one of the developers talked about this, right? So there's not going to be any new technology in this that that uh, shouldn't exist. So in other words, like if we've seen stuff that ships do, say in episodes seven through nine, they that doesn't exist yet in this game because it wasn't invented yet. Is what he's talking about. So like. So like there there might be some new things that we are going to see because it's post Return of the Jedi or it's post like what we're used to seeing. So we might see some new things like, you know, bombers, you know, with big fat laser beams that can go on them because, you know, it's close to the end of the war. Both sides are trying to do whatever they can to to do new, like new things to try and, you know, they can't just keep doing the same things over and over. So they, they talk about there's going to be some slight new things to it. But like Tie Fighters, Tie Fighters with hyperdrives wouldn't necessarily exist yet because they were only for. I think Tie Fighters with hyperdrives were like very specific Tie Fighters for like elites, um, or something like that. But 
the average the 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 generic tie fighter didn't didn't have that so it's like you remember the tie fighter from mandalorian that had the wings that folded down stuff like that that for example that doesn't exist yet <laughs> you know that right. you know so it shouldn't exist even in the mandalorian but yeah i uh yeah 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 but anyway so, cool. dude, mandalorian <laughs> gets a pass because they had that troop transport toy so so back so back good. to back to back to the support ships though i'm really curious to see what they're what they're gonna be like the the the, the meta for those and utilizing them because apparently mm. you can use them for healing with apparently you can use them for like grappling targets um uh, like objectives like if it's a ship that you're supposed to capture um apparently you can use them too for uh, like weapon resupply. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little curious to see what the meta for that's going to be. Yeah. I mean, they have a thing like that in the free space games where there's a support ship that can dock with you and resupply your missiles and repair subsystems to a point. You can't repair your armor or anything. Um, so I, I'm very interested to see how the support ships work. Um, yeah. I would guess it would be along the lines of, of repair, you know, replenishing your say, if you've got a bomber out there, your support ship is going to be the one to uh, fly up to you and then replenish your ion torpedoes or ion bombs, depending on what you're carrying. Yeah, which yeah. that could be interesting. Um, yeah, you know the thing, the thing that they that didn't do, what what they didn't do here, and they could have done, is if they went with like a like the the D and D style thing like okay you got your tank ship you got your healer ship you have your <laughs> wizard ship right because because it's like you have you have a glass cannon a damage soaker a healing thing and a stealthy scout ship right that's and, where and i they, feel like that's where i feel like this might be going with the whole moba overwatch style 5v5 where you, you can have a stealth ship with ship different stats if, you can have a stealth yeah. ship if you want you change your armor it's all stealthy but not very good you know i mean you can it sounds like you can yeah, go in but, that but direction but they don't for they don't force the ships into roles like um, okay your your x-wing the y-wing is the tank right because it can just suck up damage and then the the utility ship is your healer you know it'd be like playing team fortress right the the utility ship just flies around but, hosing but, you down but, with a but they, heel. But they, but they kind of do. If you want to use Team Fortress Two as an example, you've got you've got your Tie Interceptor and your A Wing. That's your Scout. Then you've got your Tie Fighter and your X Wing. Right. Though yeah. that that's your Trooper essentially. Then you've got your Bombers. That that's the Heavy. And then right. you've got your Support Guys. That's the Medic. Like that's straight up what we're oh. looking at here. And then you can customize oh. that in various different ways. That's why I'm saying like, I, this feels very much like a space MOBA overwatch style game, which I'm not opposed to. I no, think I'm super I think it, into actually. Right. But, yes. That's, that's why I'm actually it's kind done of curious, well, but yeah, if it's these done are four, well, remember yeah. these are, remember but it'll, these are but it'll ships, be, though. it'll be like Dota. Five players. Be, it'll be like Dota. There'll be three death star trenches, right? So it's like, <laughs> I'm going up the middle. <laughs> No, but you know, there's four ships here per side, but there's five players. So you're gonna see, you know, you might have a couple of scouts, you might have a couple of, you know, heavies, you might have, you know, so there's there's gonna be variations on thing. I'm kind of curious to see if there's a limit. Like, could you have three people in interceptors, a person and a, a bomb, or, and or two people could in you have all example. five A wings? Like, is there a reason right. that they would yeah. stop you is from there, doing that? You know, like yeah. Like, you know what is it kind of like mech? Is is like mech warrior where you have a tonnage thing that you can only have so many <laughs> tons on the field? You know what I mean? That's yeah, where yeah, that's yeah. where I was curious. <laughs> I, I wonder. It you know it it almost would would kind of work as as like a a kill streak bonus thing like Call of Duty does in in Battlefield Two. You know how like you you pick up the random drop and oh I get to play as the Millennium Falcon for like thirty seconds or something. Oh God, uh, it I would hope be they interesting. Don't do that. I hope they don't do no, that. No, that was only in the first one. Yeah. Uh, in, in the in the second one, in the second Battlefront two, what they let you do is that you collect points as you as you end up killing enemies and and pushing objectives, and then you spend those in order to use a hero unit 
or yeah. or a a mid tier okay. unit for a while oh, oh, for, good, for until until you get killed off and then you can pick another character at that point. Good because that that like pick up a random token laying on the ground that lets you spawn the Millennium Falcon this, was dumb. And this and this is where again this is where I'm having problems with those like the remakes of these games where they are sure as heck pretty they they do have some interesting gameplay. But the the level of interaction with the game with the player is just so surface level. It's it it's again it's it's all flash and no substance. Where I understand that they're developing a game as a service platform, like fine, whatever. I don't like it, but whatever. But you know, there you know, this is coming from a player base that had so much more before it. Where it's just like, hey, look, there's a speeder over there. I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to like, I don't have to like find a token. Like where's the spawn token for the, the, the tie fighter that I can go fly around for a little bit. And then, you know, because the controls are all wanky, I just crash. So yeah. Well, to, to the credit, they did fix that in two. To yeah, I, need credit, to, I need to play two some more because honestly the space stuff was not offensive. It was, it was, uh, I, I, I didn't like how the control of the ships work because the ships yeah, turn really slow and, agreed. and it was just kind of like, it's tough having a dog fight because you, you maneuver really slow. Even when you're playing with a mouse, it's, it's like, you know, it, they, but they had to make it like very limited turn stuff because of the gamepad thing. And then, you know, we're looking at like limitations of control schemes again, but because they did that, it was kind of like, once you had somebody on your case, it was really hard to get rid of them because it's like, I, I really can't outturn this guy and his friend, you know, I'm, I'm just dead. So it, well, it, was, it became a game of spawn, get a couple kills and then, you know, you're dead. There was nobody that was like super skillful pilot that was just untouchable because they could fly the pants off of it. The, the first couple of Battlefront games were like that, uh, yeah. where, yeah, we're with uh, the new Battlefront 2. Again, to its credit, they made it so that you didn't necessarily have to get the points just by making kills. So if you weren't necessarily great at dogfighting, you could go yeah. bomber and then push the objective, attack their uh, attack their frigates because that's objective based, and you could attack other targets like the the various satellites with turrets on them. You could attack those two and still get points. You know, you're so, making me reinstall this trash, right? Well, <laughs> it's so, not, so it's the ground game in it is not my thing. I have, I have to say that bucks. right now, <laughs> but at the same time, they did some things well, right? Yeah. It's like so, Star Trek. I want to play. I want to play in the spaceship. I never want to see the surface of the planet. Yeah. Star, Star Trek. Trek on. Yeah. So, so the, the, the interesting thing about Battlefront 2, and, and again, like, like Spes says, I'll give, them, I'll, give them two, I'll give them two things. The campaign's not half bad. Uh, the, 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 story, the story is interesting. I, I do like the characters that they introduce in it. Um, there's moments where you get to play as uh, other characters from uh, days of old. Um, like there's a, there's a Luke Skywalker level, but I swear up and down, every, every time I've played that level, I'm just like, man i want a new like jedi academy <laughs> like that's that's what that game just like reminds me of because it's like uh or that level reminds me of that game um and then the uh the space stuff in multiplayer was like like jim said it wasn't it wasn't offensive but it it just it it did struggle to to ho continue to hold my continued interest So I'll give it those two things. It's it's kind of like it's interesting that Battlefront Two is kind of like Star Trek Online. It's just like don't play the ground stuff. <laughs> just like, yeah, I find the ground stuff in it to be disappointing. Just because going in as a as a newer player, while the player base had already been well established, I would end up on on PS4 uh, playing it there. I would end up getting killed by people with seven hundred levels <laughs> regularly. And it's like, how do you catch up? You can't. To, side note, that's kind of one thing I like about Titanfall 2 is that those people are killing you because they've been playing a lot, not because they leveled up or something. I, I, even though I die a lot so, in that game, I'm fine with it. 
So so we should we should just mention this. Titanfall two is now on Steam. If you haven't mm. played it, you should. It's it a great game. It still uses Origin. And just FYI, it still uses Origin. It it it, it does, but, but still but buy it, it has buy it. <laughs> it has it has revived it has revived the game a little bit because there have been more people playing it now that thousands of players so. apparently like yeah. there were over eleven thousand last night apparently someone told Jeez. me so yeah there okay, a lot well, it's of people time to reinstall that. that too yeah I reinstalled it I'm I'm going through the wonder, single player campaign right now. <laughs> I wonder if Battlefront two has actually picked up a player population again now that I it's, don't know. I, no so even so better Battlefront has just, Battlefront one <laughs> Because so, Battlefront so, uh, 1, you Battlefront log in, 2. there was... Yeah, Battlefront 2, uh, I believe it was last month, just had its last content patch. And they're still... They're, I think they did maybe one patch since then, which was just uh, uh, some hotfixes, but it's had its last content patch. And they did make some things better, uh, from what I understand. So it's not a bad time to drop back in at least for the space side of things. Yeah. Are you talking about, are you talking about battlefront one or battlefront two, two, two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the other, another the other thing, thing is that it also has a co-op mode, the, uh, the horde mode that's in it. And that is actually pretty fun because E-walk that is mode. PVE. Ewok mode. It, it's actually, the, well, uh, yeah, that, that one's fun too. I got to yeah, admit that's, that's, that's worth the five bucks right why, there. Yeah. Why did, why did they keep taking that thing back out all the time? I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, we do, we reinstalled man a hundred gigs to play the damn Ewok hunt, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we put that on vacation for a while." It's it's you know, it's, it's seasonal, like and we're like, oh, God. To, to be it. fair, you can you can still play on on uh, Kashik. Yeah, there's Kashik, and then there's uh, there's a uh, Endor, and you can play on the ground as an Ewok. You just have to get some points in order to unlock the mid-tier characters okay. for the match, and then you can actually play as an Ewok, and yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah, but I, I mean the Ewok, the Ewok mode that is like... Oh, I know what you mean. Freaking DayZ, yeah. right? It's like yeah. Ewoks instead of zombies. At night. Coming in the dark. Ah! Yeah, dude, that that's so amazing <laughs> to me. <laughs> that sounds that incredible. It, it's just like cuddly little it's, teddy it's, bears it's hard mode dropping out of the... It's, it's horde it's, mode with murder bearers. It's scary because yeah. it's nighttime and you're just like you just like you're like walking around in the woods at night and you know you just hear like and you're just like what the hell? <laughs> oh no! And this is murder, battle, murder, this is, murder bears. And this is battle. Just, just a reminder: they were going to eat them before yes. C3PO showed up. <laughs> yeah. So there is that. Oh god, that's true. So this is Battlefront Two. The one that I've yeah. been told yes. I should buy. Yes, okay. yes. you can get the deep same enough sale. I'll buy it. You can get the same experience in Australia. I hear from the drop bears. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh the- no! Don't do that. Jim. That's so dumb. Oh god! Did you uh, did you see that? I thing did. I they- saw that video. Oh, they, yeah, they scared that poor woman. Oh my god. They're telling Australia. her. They're telling her about the the Australian drop bears, right? And they'll drop. They're, they're out like a. Tree a they're, they're like the co- they're the cousin to the koala, is what they were trying to convince this lady of. And they're like, we have one oh. here. Just like if you want to hold them, you can. It's just like you got to be very careful. And like they're 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 being all serious with her, and they're like, you have to like put on all this special gears. So they made her put on all this ridiculous shit just to like. Yeah, it's like here's a chainmail vest. All right, now here's here's a drop bear, and the guy just gingerly hands it to her like he's afraid, it, right? It's, it's, and just it, it's just it's a fucking just a They made it. They made up an animal just to like mess with this yeah. lady. Oh, was, she's like, oh, you oh. bastards. Well, no, the drop the drop bear thing has been a meme for years. Oh, and really? uh, yeah, but they they burn her down with it. Oh God, it was funny. So we should start wrapping up. It's been an hour. Um, so I guess to summarize is, I think I think what we're all saying, if I may be so bold, is we're excited about what we've heard, but we still have concerns. Um, it's 2020. I'm not getting overly hyped hmm. about anything at this there's, point. It's not. Well, there's no. We don't know if we're making it to next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, so. and there's and there's no reason. There's no reason to pre-order for skins. No. You know, like they're no. not. No. Don't pre-order. So because I don't pre-order. I I no. still I still need to see actual like a, an actual human 
Yeah, I would playing like to see the game a session, like a real session. And let's like a, see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, show me a fleet you know, battle session. That's really all I need. Don't show me the single player. Don't spoil any of that. Just show me a fleet battle session where I can get an idea of how fluid the objectives are across the map. Is it going to be the same thing every time? Is it going to like that's what I'm a little worried about. Like how will this stay fresh at, uh after a while? Like are they going to add new maps? So I mean what are they going to do? So there are a lot of concerns you know, here. A lot of concerns. Well, you know, who I think has the highest concerns right now is actually Mr. Westman himself, because mm. they were kind of making this game. And well, uh, yeah, I I I saw so many developers on Twitter after they announced this, going, "Oh no, what about my game? Oh, I'm ruined." And like, no, you're not. Like, no, no, <laughs> Just, make it anyway. No, keep making you it. You can never have too many. Because it, we got in the black, which is probably going to be great. And it's got a metal layer and a business. It's going to like a business layer where you go out and do missions and you make money. I mean, it, it sounds like on paper, at least it, I've not played it really, but it sounds like on paper, at least has more than this going for it. Well, we, we uh, have, that, I'll tell you this, the map that we, that we mm-hmm. were screwing around on imagine playing tie fighter, but it's descent because Ooh. you're in, you're in a pretty fast starfighter, but you're in Ooh. tunnels. Ooh. And it was like, Oh, well, I the walls it. are a thing. I dig it. I like yeah. the sound of that. So yeah, if you're a space game developer and this worries you, don't let it worry you. There's, there's so much room for good cockpit fighter Sims that we, we clearly don't have enough. I mean, we need more. So yeah, if you're making like if you're the developer of like a thing like Hypergate or Rebel Galaxy Outlaw or something, and you're you see this and you're like, oh no, I sh- I don't I shouldn't make it now. No, you should, you totally but, should. <laughs> but if your name is Chris Roberts, oh, do not look at any stop of the Chris features Roberts. in this game. <laughs> you do not need any of these features. Oh no! Don't be a feature creep. Oh, don't be a yeah. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode, folks. Um, tomorrow, we're not streaming to Twitch. Uh, t- we're do- People are doing a blackout of Twitch to protest how poorly they've been handling a lot of situations recently. I didn't even know about this until recently. Um, it's been a while. I, I, I think I, you I, should no- probably move to Mixer instead. Just oh, ditch God. Twitch. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> No, it's time. Burn, it's time. Even when I was multi, even when I was multi streaming, no one ever watched me on Mixer or Facebook. So it's like that's because that's because even... you didn't get thirty million dollars to be there. <laughs> thirty million dollars, people come see you. Do you know how to floss? <laughs> no. Um, so we're going to be streaming to Discord tomorrow. We're probably going to be Spaz. How close would you say I am to finishing Mass Effect Three? You can finish it within the session. Oh, good. Okay, so we're gonna. I'll tell, I'll tell you what, Brian. Hopefully, finish hundred dollars. What? A hundred dollars <laughs> donation from me to the uh-huh. charity of your choice. Uh huh. No matter how offensive to me it may be. Uh huh. If you go on webcam and floss. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. And you have floss. to do it right, which means you have to learn how to floss. So, and then you get my hundred bucks. So if I go on camera and use one of my little flossers to floss my teeth, nope. that wouldn't, that wouldn't nope. you're talking about. No, nope. okay. oral hygiene is not in question here. <laughs> this, is, this is booty shake. Twerking doesn't count either. No, I don't know. I don't think anyone wants to see that. Um, although, although there might be another hundred dollars in there for that if you do. So I'm just oh, no, I don't think anyone wants to see that. <laughs> Uh, Ken, I'm not $500 if you wear a woo thong when you do. <laughs> so, uh, folks, next week on the show, um, the big Steam summer sale should be in progress. So what we're going to do is we're going to scour the sale and try and find you the best bang for your buck uh, in terms of space games and, you know, games that we love that we would think you should buy. But we're going to try and find the best space games you should buy on the big summer sale next week. Uh, so that's going to be our show. Um, yes, and if you can, if it's thirty thirty death war, no matter or uh, well, no matter, <laughs> no matter the price, you're just going to buy it if you don't have it already. Yeah, that's, that's right. pretty fair. That's, that's absolutely that's right. Fair. That's pretty fair. Yeah. So there if are you're listening to this show, if you have listened to the show at all, <laughs> at all, and you don't own thirty thirty death war, you will want to pick it up because yes. it is that yes. good a game. It is. We gave it game of the decade. 
for the teens. It's 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 that good. So yeah, if you don't, if you're listening to the show and you don't own it yet, get it on the sale. Uh, even if it's not on sale, get it anyway. Uh, <laughs> but we'll, we'll give it game of the century. Yeah. Oh my god, I wonder. Hey, uh, Brian. But yeah, try do do try. We should reach out to the developer of Squadrons, the guy that did the interview on Polygon. Yeah, see if we can get him on. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey man, I, hey man, I, we've had we've had we've had we've had some pretty like yeah, AAA studios on here before. I so. guess it doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't hurt to ask, even though we probably won't hear a damn thing. Let's I mean, if we the, listen, listen, they? if we got if if we got the Eve Valkyrie guys on here, they were pretty saying. awesome. I will admit, they were. I really wish their game had done better because they were a great bunch of folks. Yeah. You know, yeah, they despite were, what happened to their game, it was a really good time. That was we had the fun. Dread Pirate Roberts. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, we'll see you back here next week uh, to talk about the Steam sale. And we'll see you on Discord, not Twit, not Twitch, Discord tomorrow at 6 a.m. to hopefully finish up Mass Effect 3. Uh, thank you for listening. And as always, a special thank you to those who donate via Twitch and Patreon or merch store or whatever else. Uh, you guys are the best. And with that, We'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a great one, y'all. Bye-bye.